0: we're reading from um, and it's chapter 3 the whole of chapter 3 verses 1 to 11 if you have one of the church bibles it's page 681 I looked for the one my heart loves. I looked for him, but did not find him. I will get up now and go about the city, through its streets and squares. I will search for the one my heart loves. So I looked for him, but did not find him. The watchmen found me, as they, as they had made their rounds in the city. Have you seen the one my heart loves? I passed them when I found the one my heart loves. I held him and would not let him go till I had brought him to my mother's house, to the room of the one who conceived me. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and by the does of the field. Do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Who is this coming from the wilderness? Like a column of smoke, perfumed with myrrh and incense, made from all the spices of the merchant. Look, it is Solomon's carriage, escorted by 60 warriors, the noblest of Israel, all of them wearing the sword, all experienced in battle, each with the sword at his side, prepared for the terrors of the night. King Solomon made for himself a carriage. He made it of wood from Lebanon, its posts made of silver, its base of gold, its seat was upholstered with purple, its interior made with love. Come out and look, you daughters of Zion, look on King Solomon wearing a crown, the crown with which his his mother crowned him, on the day of his wedding, the day his heart rejoiced.
1: Thanks, Laura. Do keep that passage in the Bible open in front of you. Um, I'm going to spend a little bit of time looking at it. Um, if you would like a copy of what I'm going to say in Farsi, there have been some that have been on the side there. Your students might help you get a hold of one if you need one. <clears throat> if you'd like a copy, there's one online, and the link is behind me on the screen. Um, <clears throat> my name is Josh, I'm one of the staff here. Um, and we're going to spend some time trying to think about what God is telling us through uh, that passage. So I'm going to pray for his help in doing that. Let's pray. Dear Father, as we look at um, this song which is full of power and emotion and can be difficult to understand, and we might approach it in, in different ways, Lord. We pray that you open our hearts, not necessarily that we'd go away with new information, but that we'd go away with a new feeling, with a new affection towards the Lord Jesus. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So we're looking at um, this book of the Bible called Song of Songs, and the whole theme of the, the book centers around a, a romantic relationship between a young man and a young woman. And if I'm honest, I do actually, at uh, Confessions now. I find it a little bit hard to speak about love and romance um, up in front of loads of people, and also because I'm aware that everybody in, the different, everybody in this room will experience this kind of song from different perspectives. So some people I know um, as I look out are single and for now are happy in that situation. Some people are single but experiencing the pain and hurt of that. Some people are engaged and feeling happy about that but frustrated um, and nervous at the same time. Some people um, I see are married and seem quite happy and content there. But some people are married but carry frustration and hurt and regret Some people are divorced and carry hurt and longing. And so when we all look at this song, this young couple in this song, we don't all immediately read this and identify with their joy. We don't all read it and identify with their longing and their searching, the excitement they feel. But here's one thing that I think we all have in common. With this couple one thing i hope that we do resonate with as we open up the song of songs and that's this i think we all have a desire for intimacy and closeness and connection and security and joy in a relationship and we all pursue romantic love whether that is in the future in the present or uh, has happened we pursue romantic love because it's in that relationship that we think that all of this will be satisfied, the connection and the closeness and joy. So many people who are single may want that closeness, but to imagine it will come in future. And so we read this book and think um, what a joy it will be. Many people who are single want that closeness, but feel the pain of not experiencing that now. Many people, they also want to experience this intimacy this depth and closeness, because that's actually on the horizon. It's coming soon. People who are married. Well, we also want um, intimacy and closeness, and it doesn't come automatically. And it is part of our life to to work, to work for that, to try hard. And people who have been married but aren't any longer also want that connection and intimacy, but perhaps carry pain that that's something that they, that's they that been lost. But that's the thing, we are made for closeness. We are made for deep union, to know and be known in the deepest areas of our lives, to know that there's someone who delights in us, to find our identity in the, in the joy of another person. And it's that that this passage addresses this morning, because the passage 3 verse 1 has the woman searching for the one she wants that intimacy that closeness to know she's loved and enjoyed by someone so she goes out searching for the one now um song of songs is called song of songs song of songs because it's recognizing that it's the best song of all the songs now there are other songs um there's lots of other songs that have been written to express this search for the one And I went out this week and um, had a little read of some songs that have been written about searching for the one. I can't get them out of my head. It's quite annoying. Would you like to hear some? Elton John in 1992 for a certain generation. um, He wrote a song called, and it goes like this: um, the chorus. And all I ever needed was the one, like freedom fields where wild horses run, when stars collide. Like you and I, no shadows, blood, you're all I ever needed, babe. Babe, you're the one. And more recently, maybe a bit more cool these days, um, Ed Sheeran. Well, I found a girl, beautiful and sweet. Oh, I never knew you were the someone waiting for me. Elton and Ed can barely believe that they have found the one, the someone that we believe is out there going to satisfy us. Justin Bieber, for some of you who might relate more to this, he sings, you are the only one I'll ever love, in brackets, I got to tell you, got to tell you, close brackets, yeah you, if it's not you, it's not anyone. Those beautiful words are inspired, I'm sure, by Song of Songs, chapter 3, verse 1, where the woman uses the language of the one my heart loves. She talks about the one. She's searching for the one. She speaks in verse one about the one my heart loves. She says in verse two, she looks for the one my heart loves. She says in verse three, have you seen the one my heart loves? She says in verse four, I found the one my heart loves. She is uh, just like Elton and Ed and Justin. She is fixed on this one person that she knows will be the satisfier of that longing for intimacy, what we all long for, no matter our context. And as he tried to emulate this song, he said, every morning I find you, in brackets, oh, uh, I fear, I fear the day I don't. And I take it that he's inspired by the better song, the song of all songs. In verse one, the woman Looks but can't find the one. Justin Bieber knows the feeling. She's looking for the one and she finds that she needs to go searching for him. She searches out in the city streets at night. Deep in her heart is long for the one. She goes and asks the watchmen, the city guards who are keeping an eye on what's going on in the city at night. She asks them, have you seen the one my heart loves? That's interesting. So she, I don't know, maybe that's quite an unhelpful way of describing him, isn't he? Have you seen The One My Heart Loves? What's he wearing? The One My Heart Loves. Maybe that's why they don't really help her, because they don't know who she's on about. But I wonder if that's deliberate in this song. She leaves that open. She's saying she's searching for The One My Heart Loves, perhaps so that you and I as readers can... Can make this our song too can maybe resonate with this song we're not looking for the same man as she's looking for but we do want that longing satisfied in somebody we may meet in somebody we have met maybe you are searching for the one my soul loves maybe you feel like Ed Sheeran there is the someone waiting for me maybe you are Searching the churches or Christian unions or social clubs or dating apps to try and find the one. But this uh, song is behind this drama is an invisible spiritual reality that this is speaking about. Because intimacy and search for the one romantically isn't it's not all we were made for. To know and be known by somebody isn't all we were made for. We are actually known, in our deepest parts, by by God. He made us. And we are made to rest in Him, in that relationship. But in the same way that we search, like the woman searching the city streets, asking around, in the same way we search for the person our soul loves, but maybe find we're still searching, Well, in the same way many of us feel like we're searching for that deepness, that connection, that union with God. I don't know, for many people, intimacy. They're not two words that we would use for the way we know God. The woman's search is like a mirror, a reflection of our search to have that longing met in God. It's interesting, though, um, because in my experience, most people respond when we feel a distance from God by just putting up with it. If we were to picture our relationship with God uh, like the woman in this song, we might say, all night long I could not find the one my heart loves. So I just went to bed because, you know, I was tired and it's not really that important. And that seems to be the way that many of us Feel distant from God. We have longing for closeness and intimacy to to know and be known. And instead of searching for that in God, we go back to bed. But look how the woman goes out. She takes the risk of being on her own at night. She asks the people she meets, have you seen him? And we do get that when it comes to a search for the romantic love. When it's someone to satisfy your romantic hopes, you search for them. And she does, in the end, find and although there's, there is a sense in verse 4, when she finds the the end of her search, the one her heart loves, um, there's a sense that it's not totally job done. So she says, I found the one my heart loves. I held him and not let him go until I brought him to my mother's house, the room of one who conceived me. Strange phrase, mother's house, the room of one who conceived me. Now there's some ideas of this in the Bible already. The Bible's used this language to mean um, the bedroom, special time together in the bedroom. I think that's what she's looking forward to. But importantly, um, I don't think that she's saying that's what she went and did that night. She let him, she she held him and didn't let him go. But she's looking forward to the future day when she gets to take him into uh, the bedroom. But right now, she's found her man there is a period of clinging on and waiting and hoping for the future Justin Bieber again he's got this he has the lyric in that same song he says so just hold on like you will never let go and obviously for him he's not thinking like physically holding on like an escaped bird who's just gonna fly away if you let go it's clinging tight to that relationship clinging tight to the closeness you do have making sure that you don't take this for granted but also in the hope That one day, there's going to be a fulfilment of this. The deeper spiritual reality behind this powerful experience is that searching in prayer to know God more, searching in the Bible to deepen our trust and delight and intimacy, but then holding tight to what we do find. Not wanting to take that for granted, not out of insecurity, not because God might one day run off, but clinging tight to what we do find of God clinging tight to the way that he is revealing himself to us. And the fact that, as the woman in verse 4, did find the one her soul loved, well, we might find that in God too. But all the while, knowing there is a day, we cling tight until the day when there's a promise of more, We'll get to that promise of more in a little bit, because that's where the passage goes. But while she holds on, clinging and waiting, she says a strange thing in verse 5. She's speaking to others out of her own experience. She says, daughters of Jerusalem, this refers to her friends. She is, she's the lead character, but there's supporting actors and actresses who are her, her group of friends. She says, daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and by the does of the field. Do not arouse or awaken Love until it so desires. Her experience has taught her that yes, there would have been a shortcut to waiting. Yes, there's a shortcut to clinging on. There's a shortcut to having to search. You could have just she could have gone out into the city streets and found some satisfaction somewhere without the search, without the clinging, without the waiting. It is possible to wake up, arouse love before it's ready. Think of baking a cake, you get all the ingredients ready, you mix them in, you do it all properly, there's nothing missing, They're all the ingredients are there, you, you mix them in and it's, it's good, but you put it into the oven for 2 minutes and then you decide you can't wait. Instead of putting it in for an hour, you, you take it out 20 minutes early. But you know, don't you, that if you do that, it's what it's supposed to be. And that's a really important understanding of love and fulfilling the longing that this woman in her experience of searching comes and brings to her friends and brings to us as well. That when you move from friendship into a deeper deeper closeness before both are ready, because you're rushing, because you can't wait for that end moment of the Rushing that, well, that fulfilment that you're hoping for just becomes awkwardness. When you rush into the deep intimacy because of that initial swell of excitement that you think you found the one, well, that can end up being a place of hurt instead of being fulfilment. When you hurry into the bedroom before the public commitment of marriage, it's not the secure place. It's actually quite vulnerable. The woman's experience is that this journey to satisfying her soul-long intimacy, that journey has an inbuilt element of patience in. An inbuilt element of searching and clinging and waiting. She recognises that searching is fine, but rushing isn't. Clinging tight, appreciating, knowing more is is fine, but clinging and hoping are part of the waiting. But eventually we will get there. Uh, Verse 6 starts a new scene. Now how long there is between verse 5, the clinging and waiting, until verse 6, we don't know. But there is a new scene in verse 6. The waiting is finally section in, in the end of chapter 3 and chapter 4 and chapter 5 which seems to be the climax of the, re, the relationship in this song so come back next week to find out more of how this climax flourishes but it begins here in verse 6 she's been searching for the one but now she is celebrating the one and now i've never watched the masked singer i don't know if you have uh, i think a lot of people watch it maybe you have watched it every single week Maybe you know it well. Um, maybe you've only heard about it like me. But here's what I think happens, from what I've been told. There's someone who sings on stage. It's like a singing show. But they're in a big elaborate costume. And you can't um, but throughout the show, there are clues given as to who the person behind the mask is. It might help you as a audience member, as a uh, the viewer to work it out the judges might work it out from these clues to work out who it is it might not be obvious now in the second part of song of songs chapter 3 there's a similar kind of reveal so so far in this chapter the woman's been referring to the one my heart loves and verses 1 to 5 have all been about searching for him but here in verses 6 to 11 it's all about revealing him it that meets the deepest Desire for intimacy and joy. Well, uh, she points out in verse 7 that she can see Solomon's carriage. So you'd think it's Solomon, but the weird thing is, if you, uh, if you pick up from the, the reading, she actually talks more about the carriage and materials it's made from than about the guy himself. And that's because she's not talking about Solomon. She's talking about the, the detail in that carriage. It's all detail that, uh, that point to God. See, the picture for the first hearers of this, the picture that she's describing, is of a box of wood made from the wood of Lebanon, carried through the wilderness on poles with bases of gold, purple upholstery, and shrouded in a cloud of spice-incensed smoke. Now, in Old Testament language, that is the detail of what God was like when his presence was in the Ark of the Covenant. The clues, the the behind the mask, if you like, behind the carriage, behind the well, it is God. The arrival looks a lot like the arrival of God. And beneath this external drama of searching and now celebrating these weird details of you know upholstery and poles, we are learning that her satisfaction is ultimately going to be found in the arrival of God. And that's quite important because for lyrics of songs to read out about how beautiful it is to search and find the one. I was looking for songs and for every one song that I found that was a happy I actually found um, two or three sad songs or angry songs. I was looking for modern songs like Lewis Capaldi talks about Taylor Swift who's very angry at the one. Because our experience in real life is that when we find the one, it's not always like a fairy tale. Some people might read this relationship in Song of Songs and just have cynicism. That no one can really be in a relationship that is as satisfying as the woman here. For some, we read the song in Song of Songs and it just brings up pain, not hope. Because not having that desire met in a person, maybe not never having met the one. Or for others about having met the one, but not actually having all of this fulfilled. Still having gaps, still having finding that the secure and joyful intimacy that we crave isn't actually as secure or as than we had hoped. And that's because the delight of the woman could never be fulfilled in a man being carried in a carriage across the wilderness. Whatever your circumstance today, you probably know an inkling somewhere that we can't find that constant and consistent warmth of intimacy in a lover. We do want to be known deeply, but we will be misunderstood by them. We do want to know them deeply. We are going to find parts that remain hidden. We want to rest in their love. We're going to find to have to work for it. We want to be accepted, but forgiveness will still take a long time to come. We want all perfect, but we will still have to forgive. We want safety, but even with that person, life may still crumble. Instead, here we are invited to turn our eyes out to the column of smoke, verse 6, coming up out of the wilderness. Turn our eyes to, to God. For that deep acceptance when all is laid bare. To turn our eyes to God to find unconditional acceptance and forgiveness. The place where we can find real rest for our souls. And protection as well. The woman's eyes, here they land on the warriors that are either side of the carriage. That Their swords, their skill. And she knows that with God, the terrors of night just flee away. I the wonder really she raced to find him when she felt distant. And surely this is an invitation to you and I to seek God for everything we hope to find in a lover. And it gets even better because this isn't just his arrival as king. This is his arrival as the king. When she sees his crown in verse 11, she describes the crown as the one he wears for his wedding day. You see, God doesn't satisfy us because He's got good qualities, because He's got a big army, or because He's got a golden carriage. God satisfies us because He's a beloved groom. He comes to us as one who loves us, as one. Who loves us. When He comes to us, His heart rejoices. See, our safety is found in in His delight, because we know His delight in us. Our joy is because we know his love for us. Our rest is because we know how his heart rejoices in us. So she celebrates the one. But her hope from here, and our hope as well, is now in finally becoming one. So the moment that this searching and this celebrating all leads up to, is the arrival of the one who's going to satisfy her soul. And the promise of this for us is that this really does become a reality for us in our lives, believe it or not. Now, you're going to find that you're probably not going to get to watch a groom carried across a, in a golden carriage in a royal procession. But you know, history in real time and space, real life history has had There's a lot of with the rich and the aroma of frankincense and myrrh. The arrival that this song mysteriously anticipates in this scene of gold and incense and myrrh. Jesus, he is how we are able to experience this in our life. Jesus is how we are able to experience this satisfaction that we long for in God. And that's what's great about this song of songs. It's not a romantic drama about them then we keep at arm's length and either you can enjoy it if you're into this kind of thing or you're going to feel uncomfortable while we're doing this. No, no, this is actually our story. It's your story. Anyone searching for the one their heart loves, anyone who's searching for unconditional love to know and be known deeply, well, you might be searching to find a taster in a human being. But this is your story. You'll find its fullness in the person of Jesus. Jesus, who you read about, born to gold, incense and myrrh, who grew up and he knew people deeply and knew their history and their faults. And he accepted them and he loved them and he forgave them and he offered them real change. Anyone here who is enjoying someone their heart loves too. You're enjoying a taste of how your story is really moving, uh, what it's The joy you have in that person is the joy that you'll have 10 times over, 100 times over with Jesus. And anyone who's let down by someone their heart loves has probably realized that that wasn't ever meant to be the highlight of your story, but this is. The highlight of your story is Jesus, God's power and splendor affection and glory and he looks forward to a day as much as you do the day his heart rejoices when he becomes one with his bride we are made for a deep and joyful intimacy and connection and this is our story we are made for Jesus our story is one that looks back on that day of gold and incense and myrrh knowing that Jesus has come in love to make us his but we also look back and we look forward to a day when this experience becomes a reality that we're only tasting now. And that means that we are in the same place as the woman in the song. She experiences his love now, but she's looking, she's casting her eyes forward to a day when she experiences it in a new and fuller way. And we, we experience Jesus' love now, but we look forward to a day when in a new and fuller way, we experience his love, becoming one with him. So what that means for you and I today is that we can make this song of songs our own. We can make the song of verses 1 to 5. You can express the sadness and lostness of longing for intimacy. You might long for closeness in human relationships, either in one that you hope to have or in one that you do have. You might still experience that longing. And you might long for closeness with God. Well, we can search. And humanly speaking, I don't know, there may or there may not be, in Ed Sheeran's words, there's someone there waiting for me. But the more satisfying relationship is ready to be found. And so we can search, we can pray and read and meditate and hope all with the woman's song on our lips that we are searching. We want our soul to be satisfied as we read the Bible, pray, meet with Christians and cling to the promises that we find. But it also means that our song can be the song of verses 6 to 11 to celebrate Jesus, to adore him, to point other people to his excellencies, to spread his fame to others. And as we do that, we're heightening our own anticipation of the day when he comes finally to become one with his bride. So yeah, we do all relate to love stories in different ways. I don't know your circumstances today. But we are all made for Closeness and intimacy, to know and be known, but we are all not made for Jesus. Whether you're experiencing a painful search or a happy anticipation, this story is your story, and it's moving towards a joyful conclusion. And that's what I want our souls to be set on this morning. That's what I want to leave you with. That's what I want your soul to leave today, that your longing and your joy will ultimately be satisfied in Jesus. So I want to encourage you to make him your of your expectation and love on Jesus and look forward to that final wedding day. The king comes with his wedding crown to become one with his bride.